You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. Good morning, Asbury. I'm Leah Hamilton, and this morning I have the greatest privilege of introducing a sweet friend who has made such a difference in my life and such a difference. You may know her as the RA of First Glide, a captain of the women's soccer team, or the business club president, or just as a classmate, isn't it? But for her, just as a classmate, but for her, just as a class, things that I think you should know. She's someone who leads with courage and with intentionality. She's someone who has taught me how to better love through last through love, through laughing. She's someone who encourages you at every opportunity to be joyful, whether that's when you're drinking good coffee, jumping into a river, taking every opportunity to dance, or when you're just watching a good movie in Glide Crawford. She's amazing. I'm better, better because of knowing her, and inevitably you will be too. Please welcome Caroline Absher. Good morning, Asbury. Um, to be honest, I never thought that I would be standing up here today. And after saying no two times before now, um, I knew God was not going to let me get out of this one. So here I am. Um, and today I'm just going to tell you a little piece of my story and um, my process of going through burnout um, during my college years. And um, just a little bit of my background. I'm from Nicholasville, Kentucky, and I grew up in a Christian home. Um, it was something that was very normal for me and my family and just the community surrounding me. Um, and so I always felt like I knew Jesus and that he was like I life, and I've seen his faithfulness um, just throughout um, everything to this point. But at this point, but I was able to experience um, the level of intimate relation, the level of intimate have in the past year of my life. And um, so to begin with that, um, at the start of my sophomore year, um, I took on a lot of responsibility. Um, I was supposed to be captain of the women's soccer team. I was going to be RA in Glad Crawford. And um, I was not prepared for how for how that was going to be for how um, and so as the semester progressed um, I semester progressed feel very burdened by the weight of just all the responsibility I was putting responsibility pressure on myself and um, I began to feel burnout mentally physically and spiritually physically and some I was in negative headspace I was discouraged I felt like I was failing in every, I felt like I was failing and I felt inadequate. Um, and I saw this affect my relationships with the people around me. Um, and I saw it affect just the passions that I had for things before. Um, just that was gone. And I was exhausted. And I was exhausted. Points. I remember calling uh, my soccer coach and I said, you know, I don't deserve this position as captain. Um, I don't ask captain thing I'm cut out for. And said, well, you need to keep pushing um, and keep pushing. At that point, I knew, like, I couldn't give up. Um, but I was 
going a mile, but I was hanging on empty, but I couldn't get to a point where I could change what was happening. Um, and so I was counting down the days to Christmas break. I was ready to be away from Asbury and have a break, um, have a break. But I'm a person that has a hard time saying no, has a hard time slowing down in general. Um, and so I didn't process, didn't reflect on anything until three days into Christmas break when I got COVID-19 and I was out for 14 days, couldn't do anything at all. And um, it was during that time that, during that gave me the rest that I needed. Um, he was my comforter during that time. And, um, you know, he kind of said to me, Caroline, like, you weren't letting me take your burdens last semester. Um, you're relying on um, your own strength. Um, and it didn't get you very far. And so I was kind of like, okay, God, like, I know you're right. Like, I know that's what was happening. Like, I know how I changed that going forward. Um, and so I came into the spring um, wanting change and wanting to um, kind of get back my passion, um, back my passion for life. And I'm just really thankful for the community that God placed around me during that time, um, the mentors that I'm um, and um, friends that, you know, always stood by my side. But um, I started a book study at WGM, a book study. We were reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And in the book, it kind of walks into the spiritual disciplines and how to, like, practically implement them in your life. Um, and up till that point, I hadn't really intentionally, you know, practiced scripture, practice intentionally praying, and practice intentionally um, Sabbathing. Those were things that I just felt like I didn't really have time to put into my busy schedule. And so this book really felt like God was meeting me where I was at. Like he was, this was his way of showing me like you can put these things in your life. Um, and so I kind of slowly started to, I started with um, a scripture. And it was a couple of days a week, and I would just pick a chapter and read. And that was a gift for me during this time, and something that was so comforting. Um, and during this time, one verse that I clung to was Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For upon you and one humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And um, I had already seen during Christmas break, God give me the rest that I needed. God give me, the he was faithful in carrying that out throughout my spring semester. Um, he wanted me to surrender those burdens to him. He wanted me to surrender that pressure I was putting on myself um, and to trust him with those burdens. Um, in coming from reading scripture, um, I was able to pray much more intentionally than I ever had before, um, and I started praying about things that I desired, things that I that I wanted to see changed, that I wanted to, and all of a sudden I saw God working in those areas, whereas in the fall, like, I had just to fall, like, it. Um, I, I was convinced that God was not there, God was not working, when in fact he's always working. Um, and he's always faithful, and it was just me holding on to that control that I thought I had, 
Um, and the entire time, God wanted me to give that up to him. Um, so through trusting and praying and reading, reading scripture, um, I saw God work on my heart throughout the semester, throughout the semester. And, you know, I also, um, I started to Sabbath as well, and that was helped me, and that was a place of rest. Um, that was me just setting aside one day um, that I was intentionally resting, um, and that completely changed the trajectory of my semester. Um, God wanted from a place of rest, that's how he designed us. And um, especially um, um, leading um, hard positions and, and, you know, taking on challenges that you have to as a college student, um, I don't think I could do it without this intentional time. Um, and so burnout is so fun, um, and it's something that I'm still learning from and I'm still growing from. Um, but he taught me that I cannot be a good leader unless I rely on him completely for my strength. Um, and this is something that I have to choose to do every single day. Um, he showed me loved me by comforting me and um, I felt like I could not fulfill the, my roles adequately. And he showed me that I could do it and I could keep pushing with his help. Um, so I also learned to trust him for peace and come to him first when I have bad days. Um, and unverse and me that I've been clinging to this semester as I've been trying to carry um, just everything that I learned last semester into this one um, is Jeremiah 17, seven through eight. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. This is the one who is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear stream. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in years of drought and never failed of drought. So after seeing the fruit of what it looked like to have a true and close relationship with him, him, and to everything else that I took on, um, and not to say that I do not have moments of doubt and days where I question things and feel inadequate, but but that God's love covers those doubts, and he will remain faithful to me. And his love is always enough, and I am always enough, and I you are always enough in the same way. And um, even coming up here today, I faced a lot of doubt, um, and I really had to rely on him for strength um, to go out of my comfort zone and to comfort zone encourage you that he will not leave you when you need strength and encouragement. And I encourage you to open up. I encourage you to, to accept those opportunities to accept in front of you, to accept of you, to the strength and peace that God has for you. But strive to be that evergreen tree. Do not fear and do not worry because God will always have a plan because God will always be faithful. So keep trusting. Thank you. Hi, my name is Emma Reed. Hi, my morning, I have the pleasure of introducing Jenna Sparrow. Jenna was one of the first few people I met here at Asbury, the first few people I've become one of my closest friends. She is kind, adventurous, and pushes me to adventurous comfort zone. She's also always comfort zone. 
after church on a Sunday. But most importantly, she's on fire for Christ, is in a fire for Christ, is in a way that she chooses to love others. I hope that these things are as you listen to her listen to her speak this morning, um, and I hope that your hearts are open to that. Please welcome Jenna Sparrow. My name is Jenna Sparrow, and I'm part of the Ignited class. Um, I, I was raised in Lawrence, Kentucky, and I was born in Kentucky. I was adopted from China at 10 months old. Um, I believe that there's a um, thing behind my adoption. Um, and I'm not devaluing, devaluing anyone's purpose who wasn't adopted, but for me personally, adopted, but for me, I see God's hand in my life because he didn't abandon me during any trials that I faced. And I know that he won't fail me in the future. And I know that he... Uh, Romans 8, 14 through 15 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make... The Spirit you receive does not make live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. God adopts us into his family, and we are his sons and daughters. We share in Jesus' sonship, his inheritance, and his suffering. Inheritance. In my life, I was adopted physically into a family, but through Christ, he has adopted me and all of us into me. And, um, I've seen God's faithfulness um, in my adoption and how he has never left me, and I also see God's faithfulness in middle school and high school. Um, I had a really close friend who was on the volleyball team with me, and on the volleyball we hung out all the time during middle school and through half of high school. And she was a Buddhist, but she didn't really practice it, and she was leery of the Christian faith. Um, and so our friendship was sometimes difficult to be strong, sometimes difficult. And one summer, my friend and I got to go to a church camp uh, with my church, uh, with my church camp, she said that she wanted to get baptized. Um, after a whole summer of praying for her to accept Jesus into her life, um, we came back to school, and the spiritual high that you get from church camp um, had faded away. Church camp um, swept back into the world. Um, my friend criticized my beliefs in God, and that's when I realized that not everyone has the same faith that I do. The friend that I had in middle school and high school started I had following the culture trends while I was rooted in God's word. Uh, in middle school, I became more serious oh. in middle school because I realized that I was the only one walking in my journey. Um, and I, journey. I was the only one who was constant and faithful, even who was constant left me. Um, story, because it's an example of God's faithfulness, of God's faithfulness. And even though my friend never did get baptized, my friend... I planted a seed for and maybe one day I'll get to see it to fruition. Um, the story brings me to this verse. Here brings 10, 29 through here. Brings, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care, and even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. On your head, don't be afraid. are worth more than many sparrows. It's more than many. I know that child of me losing my friend, um, during that trial, I shouldn't be afraid um, because I know that I'm worth more than the sparrows. And that friendship taught me that God is faithful and he's constant in times of trouble. Um, in times of Matthew 10, 29-31 is a reminder to me that we shouldn't be afraid of what the future holds because God is already there. The future holds because God through it. 
Um, if God cares for the sparrows in the sky, then he's sure to care for this sparrow. Um, he makes sure the sparrows um, are met, and he will make sure that all of our needs are met as well. Um, so I hope that my testimony can encourage you all to reflect on your life and see the times where God has been faithful and constant um, and how he's never left you. Thank you.